Bonjour. Welcome back. Je m'appelle Corey Donahue. <laughs> Bienvenue à, à Los Americanalos.com. Uh, je joue à foot. Uh, mon frère Christopher Donahue, bonjour. Hola. Ce soir? I don't remember much from uh, my high school French. That was impressive, actually. That was actually really uh, good. Do you remember in three-on-three when we decided for a tournament that we would just speak French to each other? Like, (laughs) Donnez le culo en moi! (laughs) Yes. Move! Anyway, guys, welcome to the American Outlaws podcast. Great start. Strong start. Well done. I'm a little rattled. That was good. (laughs) late. We had computer problems. But uh, we're back. We got a lot to talk about tonight. It's been five months since we had our last podcast. April. Um, April. Lots. A lot's happened. A lot of stuff's happened. I got glasses. You got. You you won a World Cup. I won a World Cup. You. uh, I started wearing uh, golfing shorts. You did a lot. You did. Um, You haven't shaved since the last time I saw you, (laughs) so that's good. (laughs) I got a cat. Um, we won a World Cup. What's the name of the cat, Corey? <coughs> Arnold. Why did you get to that, that, is that name? That's not a soccer. How, is not How a did you get name. to that name, by the way? That was, that was uh, the kitty's name when we rescued it from the. That is so lame. I know. That, I mean, not that you rescued the cat, just that you name. picked it up. Yeah. Someone else rescued it. Yeah. Well, yeah. All but cats, good for you. All cats and dogs are adopted, right? Right. It's good for you on doing that, though. Thanks. That's yeah. great. Well, good for you. Uh, that's my co-host, Christopher Donahue. Welcome, Christopher. Hello. It's great to be back. <laughs> Always uh, good to see you guys. Something big happened to you in the last three weeks. What's that? You got married. Oh, yeah, I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Should we mention the audience that we have tonight? <laughs> well, let me go around the table here. Uh, then to my left, uh, minding the computer and running it and uh, failing at it, by the way, miserably <laughs> at sound what levels. Else you want? Producer what else you Justin Brunken. Oh, hey. Yeah. Go Brunk. Welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody. Also, you might have heard some people in the background. These are people that we foot golf with on uh, a weekly basis. We wrapped up our foot golf league this week. Um, we have Micah, Jamie. Chris and Erica. Say hi, guys. Hey. Lord knows why they're here Thanks on a Friday here, night. Guys. Welcome. <laughs> Good to have an audience. They have a keg, they say. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, like I said, a lot of things happened. I got new shorts. I started playing golf recently, but Where a lot to of things start? in the U.S. soccer world as well. Where to start? Uh, I suppose we could... Uh, what? I can't read your handwriting. Bets. Bets. Oh, let's get to that later. That's to the World Cup. Let's start where not the World Cup. The let's start at the start. Yeah, the Women's World Cup. How about that? How about that? Huh? How about them women? We're World Cup champs. Who would have thought after those first three group games that we were going to win a World Cup? Right. I I remember watching Australia just dominate us in the first game, but yeah. we still won somehow. And like. A few lineup changes will do will do uh, a lot for your team. A few tinkerings. Okay. Uh, Jill is going to get a lot of credit for that, but she would not change her lineup. This is my one big takeaway regarding her. Like, I like her a lot as a person, but uh, I'm talking about Jill Ellis, the coach. Yes, I got that. <laughs> right. uh, everybody was screaming that she had to do a lineup change because nothing was working. And then, uh, who was it that got suspended? Uh, Lauren Holiday. I was going to say, yeah. 
And uh, so she switched it up. No, thank you. She can chime in. And uh, switched it up, and it worked fabulously. And, now and Alex Morgan came back from injury or, or got more yeah, she didn't match really do fit. a ton, did well, you? No, but yeah. when, you have, when you have a number uh, – I don't – I don't think so. I mean, not that that's all that for No, but, do, but she made when you have a better number nine out there, I think it inspires the team. Right. And she's just, she's a workhorse up there. Right. She makes a lot of runs, opens a lot of space. I was yelling at the television at Abby Wambach at one point because it seemed like she was hardly making runs at all and well, just waiting for crosses yeah, a little To be bit. fair. But, yeah, that's it, what she does. <laughs> you can't run now and you're half her age. <laughs> Um, but they there. but they did uh they did pull it off in the group stage and they got on and and it seemed like they got better as the tournament went on and then I think did anybody else I, I feel like the last World Cup going into the final against Japan I had no confidence I, right. I felt like I was just like if we win this it's just it's it's going to be a deflected or an own yeah. goal or something and this World Cup final I I told Cash on the way down there I oh, said there is no way we're going to lose this game I am so glad you said that I agree go ahead Justin you got we mention uh, no 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 I know where you're getting no we okay. won't okay. what were you saying Corey yeah, no no Chris what was the what was the bet that you made I don't. No, we don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it. I, I, bet, someone in the, I bet someone at this table that we wouldn't make it. Out of the group stage. I forgot I about No, that. no. I said <laughs> past the quarterfinal. And I was feeling really good after the group stage. <laughs> yeah, you were vindicated. Well, well injuries funny how it works out, though, because it only took Brunken six months to pay me back for my suit for my wedding. <laughs> So right. he only had to pay me half of what he owed me back because yeah. I bet him, and he won. Good for you. I was interviewed by the Lincoln News here right. before the final, and they asked what I thought the score would be, and I said 4-0. And I was like, I, no I think way. we're going to rock it or, or walk what, it. And wasn't it 4-0 after like 25 Yeah, and minutes? I was screaming like, I got it right. I did it right. Oh, my right. God. And then, uh, you know, but we ever, decided to keep scoring. I bet you were thinking it's going to end up 6 or 7. Oh, I was thinking I should have called a bookie. Thinking, but Just thinking about it gets me all riled up. <laughs> what was your one? I mean, I know what I think your answer will be. But I had a favorite moment from that tournament, and I go back and watch it on YouTube mm. as I do with like Landon's goal. Oh yeah, Algeria. I do that too. It must be in the blood. <laughs> well, your new uh, wife tells me she texts me occasionally that we are the same person because we react, even though we lived like or we live three hours apart, we react exactly the same way to certain things. But uh, my favorite part, can I just tell you? I can't wait to hear it. But it, it's really not Aww. that great, but. Um, it was actually after the World Cup final, after we won. It was on a Sunday, wasn't it? And yeah, and I had to be at work the next. I had a, a meeting the next morning at 7 a.m., so I had to be at work at six. And I ended up having a few cocktails as we won the World Cup, as well, and then spraying champagne out all over all my oh, yeah, friends inside the bar. <laughs> but um, after the World Cup was. Cassie drove me around all of downtown Kansas City through the plaza of Westport, and I was hanging out the window with an American flag <laughs> on a PVC pole just screaming. You did? Oh, my God. We drove around for like an hour, and I was just screaming at people. And a lot of people, it's interesting because this is on a Sunday night, and people it was a nice night. People were walking around, and it seemed like at least half the people that I saw knew exactly what I was celebrating for, which is cool. And I, didn't, I don't think four years ago, eight, you know. Yeah. That would ever happen. The but the other people, the that, there are some people that looked at me like, 
Who's this idiot? And I'd go, we won the world cup, damn it! You dumb fuck. Smile! God damn it! <laughs> I yeah. was getting intense, but really? yeah. It was that, and then I ran up and down my block waving an American flag as Cassie took a Snapchat of me <laughs> and showed my future mother-in-law. And I don't know if she enjoyed it as much How'd as I go? did, but... I think uh, some of those players are like legit celebrities up there with like oh, definitely. A lot of movie stars. Now they were and like they were on stage with Taylor Swift. That's true. That, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, and that might not be a big deal to you old people, but to the young folk in town, Taylor Swift's a big deal. Yeah. But anyway, oh, they so, were. I mean, they did the the march in New York. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Uh, since you asked, my moment was uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the semis, the second goal against. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the semi second goal, Kelly O'Hara's goal against yeah. uh, Germany. against Germany, and it wasn't even. The, I mean, the goal was amazing. I always know a goal is gonna be like one of those that you remember because I jump like this. <laughs> my arms straight up like an idiot, and like, like too bad we don't have a video, video podcast. <laughs> oh my, my god! My gel bell just flopping <laughs> in my neck. But uh, <laughs> gel bell. Oh. Gel bell. Who calls it a gel bell? I just realized as I said that that's me, between me and my wife only. <laughs> <laughs> Make an edit point right no, there. Uh, nope. Nine no minutes twenty-two seconds. Uh, so the second goal against Germany, Kelly O'Hara. So yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, I know it's a good goal when I'm jumping with my arms straight up and down in a dumb, like wide, open mouth face, yeah. and uh, I had that for that one. And then they showed that like slow motion reaction where she like turns and is pointing oh, yeah. at uh, <laughs> who put in the cross? Was it? Uh, no, it's Car- Carly, Lloyd. Carly Lloyd. Yeah. God, thank God, you guys are here. She's everywhere. You guys want to take the mic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was fantastic. Yeah, so that was I, a great uh, moment. And Brunken, unbelievable. Do you have one, or do you not speak? Do you just computer? No, I don't really speak much. Okay. Um, my favorite moment. Talk right into that microphone there. Yeah, Corey, keep talking that I'm microphone. I'm running this thing. Can you tell me <laughs> what not to do? <laughs> um, uh, the the first game that I went to in Winnipeg was absolutely amazing. And my favorite moment was uh, Kristen Press scored that game, oh, and yeah. sure enough, after the game, she takes a picture. Throughout the whole world on Twitter, and it's a picture of me. Oh, that is right. Oh, my God. That's my moment of tournament. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen Press. Right into his ego, didn't it? <laughs> oh, that was cool. That was a, yeah, that was a cool moment. <laughs> One thing we didn't even talk about was that march that the helicopter caught. Oh, the yeah. AM, that was In incredible. Vancouver? Yeah, that was Vancouver. Yeah. That was, cra- that was crazy. Big yeah. props to Dan Wiersma, who uh, organized a lot of those uh, yeah. tailgates. Yeah, and all the we had a lot of and, uh, a lot of members up there, a lot of U.S. fans, and the the ladies keep saying how it felt like it, really they were all home games, which is really cool. Yeah, I really want to rant about the city of Winnipeg, but like, let's not. Yeah, we got plenty of other topics tonight. It's just all right. In one sentence or less, <laughs> I just feel like they did not do the Women's World Cup justice, and like Vancouver like killed it, and it was it looked awesome, but like Winnipeg, like the main street to the stadium was down to one lane each way and yeah. it was like there was no signage or like fan parties or anything going on so it's interesting it's like 40,000 US it's interesting because when you go to the the men's world cup in brazil and it's everywhere it's all you can see right you know what i mean, mean. it's it's and vancouver was that way too but not winnipeg yeah you arrive so you, at the winnipeg airport there's not a single sign that says anything about so you wonder if that's right you wonder if that's canada any, or if that's a city or, or, that, or nothing or if that's fifa I 
I read an article about it, and I don't remember who they blamed it on, but I think the guy was defending Winnipeg, but he was from there. so Of course he was. But um, So, yeah, the ticker tape parade in New York was uh, some awesome scenes. Yeah. I don't know if you saw any of that Yeah, that was pretty footage. cool. And, um, they did a thing in L.A. too, I think. Um, I wasn't at either of those. I live in Nebraska. But, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> God, what a summer. And um, Yeah, well done, ladies. So, yeah. That was awesome. Felt good. What a summer. Do we want to get to the Gold Cup then? Um, <laughs> what a summer. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, that's, uh, that's next. That. Uh, we'll um, oh, I should mention, that. we're going to be talking to Ryan Shira of AO Phoenix, who you, if you've ever been to a game, probably have seen uh, – Wearing the George Matt or George Washington, dressed up like a uh, one of the founding fathers. There's four guys from Mayo Phoenix. Very and, uh, theatrical character that <laughs> he is. So he'll be calling in later in the show. I forgot to mention that up top, but guy. we'll have him pretty soon. Yeah. But yeah, moving on to the the um, fantastic Gold Cup. Gold Cup. Uh, God, it Again. seems so long ago, and I try to block it out of my memory. But yeah, it's, it we does. played down in Dallas the first game. Um, nice and cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. What we, yeah, we squeaked out 2-1 on Honduras, and then uh, Dempsey probably had both goals or something. Um, I don't know. Warning signs from the start, Chris. Yes. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I listened to about five minutes of last podcast on my way here, and I was we were talking about Jurgen, and I was saying what he does or what I think he does good and what I think he does bad, and Go I said on. he's like not a good tactical guy, and or he's he's not a good X's and O's guy, but he's a good motivator. And um, do you think that's what I said last time, and you said exactly that back to me? Oh, but uh, and I'm starting to agree with you that I don't know about his motivational techniques, having just come back from Boston, and. I know, we're gonna get to that later, but uh, let's get into it now, Corey. Yeah, we're ready. I was in Boston on Tuesday watching our biggest, most demoralizing defeat I've ever watched uh, of us. I would say I've never seen the players come off looking so slumped and like I've never seen Michael Bradley look so powerless like on the yeah. field after that game. I don't know, but. Uh, I don't know. I got questions about whether the players really believe in Jurgen at this moment in time. Like, yeah. he told. I'm jumping around a lot. I, I, I jumped out of the Gold Cup, but like, uh, he told us before that game. He said in interviews like that he was not experimenting. I read an article by uh, Brian Sierra, I think, or Brian Strauss. Yeah, and it was like he said. Um, this is the last friendly before a huge game. It would be stupid to experiment or something like that. And then he plays Bedoya in central midfield, who has never – he said it in an interview after the game, I've never played that position in my life. And then he said uh, – or he played two uh, – our left and right back are both center backs usually. Our center back pairing have never played well together. One of them has like – I don't know, a 1,000 professional minutes total in Alvarado, who I don't know why he's picking him anyway. He's just, he's just not there. He's not good enough, I don't think, right now. These are all my opinions. But uh, uh, so anyway, I was a little disheartened coming out of that game, and I'm a little worried about you think that his motivation. The last game before the most important game of the year and – but you know what? If we would have done a podcast two months after our last one, like we said we were going to, and we had just beat Netherlands and uh, Germany on well, the road, I would be like, Jurgen's a god. He can't do nothing wrong. And Such is the life of a U.S. fan. So I don't know. but uh, Yeah, it's interesting that, that we're tinkering 
in our last game before our biggest game. It seems weird to start Bedoya. But the one that even he said but he wasn't going to tinker in. But Sorry. does he always do it other than the Gold Cup? It seems like he always pulls it out. So yeah. I don't I, – I agree, but um, – Does he? I, has, I, I have faith. Who has never lost to Mexico? Jurgen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jurgen hasn't. That's Just true. Just a stat to throw out there. That's true, but and then the this is not the game. <laughs> start a new trend, damn it! Yeah, knocking on wood. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> and I really do, though. And, I, I I really do. I and we said call me crazy, but I actually am confident going into this game. Well, we said before really the World Cup, like you can't. If we survive the group of death, like there there is no like questioning that. There's no like second guessing that achievement. That's amazing, and we did that. But like. Um, if you look at the stats, we were outshot in the Gold Cup and outshot in the World Cup, uh, the worst we've ever been outshot in any tournament since, like, 1990 or something. And, it, and okay, we should have – I mean, I'm saying some shit now. And I would never go into a U.S. stadium and do anything but cheer my ass off for, for Jurgen Klinsmann and anybody. But, like uh, – we were outshot so bad in those games. We beat Ghana somehow, even though we were under the cosh, as they say, for, like, most of the game. Yeah. We, could, we should have beat Portugal. We played well against Por- Portugal, who I think were a little overrated. Right. And then uh, we lost to Germany, and then we lost to Belgium. So we won one game that we probably should have lost. And uh, we played really good against Belgium, and we played really good against Portugal. But I wouldn't say we played really well against Belgium. I thought we... We played with heart and at, drive at times, and all that but it, watch stuff. watch that game now and watch how it's many watch. watch how many counterattacks they have and how many times they could have scored. I heard not, Tim not Howard even, had some saves. Not even just the saves that he made, but even the ones that were last gasp defending and right. from from Beasley and Gonzalez. I mean, oh, I know. Anyway, right to your point. So anyway, uh, but that all kind of ties into the Gold Cup and how. We lost to Jamaica for the first time ever at home, I believe, and yeah. like we didn't make the final in a gold cup for the first time in ten thousand years, and like yeah. uh, that stat work. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Hold on, let me pull up my. Yep, ten thousand yeah. years. That's right, that's <laughs> correct. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, and can ask the intern. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice. I would yell at him. Give me a second. Uh, but other than beating, was it Haiti that who's who we played in the Beyond second Durs. round? Oh, the second. The first game of the second uh, round, round of sixteen or final. round of eight. Sorry, uh, some team that had no business being there. They Cuba. Had a neg- Cuba. It was Cuba. Had a negative oh, six gold ever yeah. differential and still made the second yeah. second round. Other than that game where we played well, like, sorry, I'm losing my voice. Uh, but we we were. Terrible every game, okay. every game, and so what do you suggest, Corey? Wrapping this all up, what well, you're I'm JK a, tonight? I don't what know. would you do? I don't. If I'm JK tonight, yeah. Well, is I it a player change or is it a in the locker room thing? I don't know. I'd and be, don't rant. Just go. <laughs> uh, it would be formation changes, but I, I'm not a good formation guy. What I would have done? Typical U.S. fan. Yeah. Jurgen, you're Who's terrible. Worst? What would you do differently? I don't know. You're just <laughs> terrible. Well, what I would do differently is I would have had a system that I'm fine-tuning and I'm keeping the big pieces in the same spot. The same system pulling. that beat Germany and Holland? Yeah, maybe that. Or, uh, you know, Bradley and Jones in the midfield. And I don't know. Which I'm, he did. Not the last game. The last game before. Uh, Rubia, he did. Well, I guess. Peru but, did. Right? No, he wasn't even there for Bradley. Wasn't even there. Yeah, wasn't. Huh. Wasn't there. Well, 
I guess I, none I, of us I can know see what the problems, I can't, but I can't say, see the answer. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, I, I think I think we win that game. I really do. I have no You're confident going to oh, Mexico? Yeah. I always am. I was. I won't go to the game because I can't, but I I think that Why they. Why can't you go? Oh, friend's wedding? Gary's wedding. Gary. Um, but I really am. I think. I think we're going to come out strong like we did in the Gold Cup, only yeah. not tail off like we did in the Gold <laughs> Cup final. Right. And for those listening uh, who were there last time and were kind of worried about the surroundings, uh, we talked to U.S. Soccer recently, and they said they uh, have stressed to CONCACAF and the decision makers that security was a, a joke and a nightmare last time, and right. that they need to fix that this time. And they kept stressing it, and... Word on the street was that they, them and the Mexican Federation, this is hearsay, so don't quote me on this, but the they saw no problem with the security situation at the last game and thought everything went yeah. well and like just getting yeah. chucked. Things glad that. <laughs> Interesting. But we have, we have the numbers this game. Yeah. It's going to change a lot. Oh, it'll be, yeah, be way, way better this game. It'll be night and day versus that game. I've been told sure. the security in the stadium and out of the stadium is going to be, like, insane. At yeah, we're game, working so. with them a lot, and uh, we're going to have the sections. We're going to have numbers. Man, we're going to promote to have the numbers. So what else do we have going to Fill in the stand bowl. So we got the night before party pretty much Yeah, it's in Barney's, down. Barney's Beanery in Pasadena. Yep. It uh, fits about 1,000 people. Three Is it three stories? stories? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. We're working on uh, getting the alley blocked off with the city. Okay. Nice. 1,000 people. Door. Think we'll fill that? Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. I think, I think everyone in this room is going to be there. Yeah. Right? Well, I think they're coming out. <laughs> and we got a lot of... A lot of SoCal chapters and a lot of members out there. I think uh, I think the U.S. fans will be out like in drones that 50 night. 50 people just from Lincoln going that yeah. I know of. So I think it's going to be amazing. Should be a great time. And then we're still working on details for the tailgate. Yep. That will be announced soon. Well, probably by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be up. So we got St. Louis. Just check the website. After that, which seems like years away. But St. Louis is coming up. Um Sold out that section immediately. St. Louis is quickly becoming, like, a hotbed of American. I mean, it always has been, but, like, they're giving them a chance, I feel like, and they're just, like, hitting it out of the park, if you will. I know some people from St. Louis who who say that, you know, it's it's Soccer City, USA. Soccer City, USA, man. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So, yeah. yeah. So, so good stuff coming up. Um, Let's see what else we got coming up. It's fine. So yeah, we had a lot of people at uh, or from AO Phoenix in Boston on Tuesday. Yeah. And one of those people, I think we should get on the phone right now. Okay. Ryan Shira from uh, AO Phoenix, also a uh, one of the founding fathers that you'll see, I'm assuming, in LA. We'll ask him. Get him on, Ryan. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Can you hear me? Hi, Justin. This is Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. What's I up? I met you on the internet. <laughs> We're at the internet. Farmersonly.com? No. No? No. Can you, you can hear me pretty good? Yeah, you make me nervous. Hey! 
podcast. Chris, how was your break? It was pretty good. Great. And Justin? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. It, it was pretty good. <laughs> we got Ryan Shira on the line from AO Phoenix yeah. and the Clean Sheets podcast. Ryan, can you hear us? Yeah. What? What's up, guys? How are things going? They're going good, man. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us on a Friday night. How are things down? Are you in Phoenix right now? Yeah, back in uh, back in Phoenix. Uh, flew home. Uh, when was that? Wednesday. Wednesday, and uh, surprisingly, a little bit cooler in Phoenix than it was in Boston and DC. No shit, it was so hot up there. All right, that was ridiculous. That was going to be my third question to you, but you led right into it. Is that the hottest game you've been to? Because, okay, for guys who don't know Ryan, um, you're a very recognizable guy at U.S. games and at AO tailgates and AO parties and stuff. Um, You dress up as – you're George Washington, right? And you and your buddies are the founding fathers. Can you explain exactly or describe to the listener who the four dudes are and and, uh, where they've seen you maybe? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it all started back uh, just before 2014 uh, World Cup uh, at Phoenix Comic Con. Okay. And uh, my cousin and I, uh, I, I, people might know him as Cousin Brian, he uh, he, he comes out every year to Phoenix and hangs out with me during the week of Comic Con. And, and we've done things where we dress up and, 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 and go and, and have a good time. And so knowing that it was World Cup and there was a watch party that day, uh, as, as Phoenix Comic Con, we decided, well, what can we do to dress up? And we we settled on, well, what if we went as George Washington and Abraham Lincoln dressed as, like, soccer supporters, right? American Outlaws version. And so uh, it was a little different. It was, uh, you know, people kind of dug it. We actually uh, um, made really good contacts with Rob Osborne, who's a, a local artist here in Phoenix and Comic Con. He had been doing... Uh, a lot of art surrounding presidents and and presidents as superheroes, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, coincidentally enough, for the two main characters. And just by coincidence enough, uh, he really dug it. So um, we carried that forward uh, through the World Cup and, and the watch parties, and, and I kept it going. And, and again, just by pure coincidence, that also happened to be the year of Teddy Roosevelt. So it's, it's, it's crazy to see the... Uh, you know, um, the founding fathers take hold uh, within the American within the American outlaws, and so uh, yeah, it's neat to fun and, and, and dress up. We we need a um, we need a, a, a Thomas Jefferson. I don't know how you can do with Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> but uh, but if we I got volunteer one, my brother Chris here to do that for the next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is an open roll call to anyone out there wow. that wants to be a Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> there you go. Send your applications go. to Ryan at Shira at HeroPhoenix.net. <laughs> exactly. We're making That's a exactly mold of a fake nose now for that. <laughs> By the way, Rob is fantastic. His artwork is amazing. And if you have not like seen what he does, go to maybe Ryan knows his website offhand real quick. But he has a website with all his artwork that you can buy. He did a, a bunch of posters for us and. Uh, he did a T-shirt for us. He's he's fantastic. Great designer. Yeah, I believe his website is robosborn.net. That's uh, the Z, osborn.net. And uh, you can find all of the stuff there. It's pretty cool. He he designed our um, 
our new AO Phoenix logo. He Which, designed our, our scarf 2.0. Yeah. And uh, it's just pretty cool to, to give, you know, to have members of the community, you know, kind of be part of the chapter. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, <laughs> you mentioned how hot it was in Boston or in uh, Foxborough on Tuesday. And I was there, and uh, you guys had taken off your coats and left them uh, right next to our table on the, on the uh, truck. And, like, I'll bet 25 people came up and saw those and were like, I can't believe how thick those are. Because it was, like, 95 degrees out. And you guys wore them all day, and you wore them at the game and stuff. And I'm wondering if that's the hottest game you've ever been to. The hottest game I've been to this year yeah. uh, was in Kansas City. Yes. Yeah, that's the hottest I've been just in my life. say that. Yeah. I don't know what was happening in Kansas uh, during that. El Nino. That week, that day. Yeah, El Nino. Never again. Never schedule U.S. soccer. Never, if you're listening, never schedule in Kansas City again in July. It was the worst. Um, yeah, we really we, brought the heat that game. Me, <laughs> oh, my God. God. Me, and, me uh, and Chris over here were on the grill along with uh, Gary Wells. Thank you, Gary. Gary. And uh, it was Insane. I went through probably a case of water in an hour. And how many times? How many times did you urinate? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah, that was a brutal game. But yeah, that yeah. I, it sounded like that Boston game was pretty hot. Yeah. Quick thanks to uh, to uh, all the Boston and Providence guys yeah, who were running guys. the grill on uh, Tuesday. It was fucking hot. Sorry. Those guys. Those hot. guys throw down for sure. Um, so Ryan, I I just had a question for you. Um, I'm curious how you got into um, into your role with AO Phoenix. What brought you into the American Outlaws? What brought you into chapter leadership? And what are some of the things that you enjoy about it um, outside of just traveling and being a normal, um, you know, an average member? What are, what are some of the things that you enjoy about being in, involved in chapter leadership? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually moved out to Phoenix in 2011 for work, and it was um, – and back kind of before the, the American Outlaws kind of came into mainstream um, and, and, and part of everything, I was kind of like that weird guy who would always invite all the friends <laughs> to, to come watch U.S. soccer. And, like uh, us. and yeah. we, 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 you know, stole four, that from four me. Four or five people. I know, yeah. <laughs> so um, one of the things that I wanted to do, you know, shortly after 2000, they kind of, that was kind of like the where – the American Outlaws kind of started making a big push and, and started, you know, make, making themselves known. So I thought, well, shoot, what can I do? How can I make, how can I make friends in, in a town where I know no one? Um, and, I, and luckily there was a Phoenix chapter um, in 2011. So I joined that and went to a couple bars and, or a couple watch parties. And, you know, there had been, you know, changes. 16th bar was like the original one. And then it was over at Tim Finnegan and, um, I, uh, I got to know some of the guys and said, Hey, I, <laughs> you need me. I will help you guys grow <laughs> this chapter. I think that's what I told Odin, uh, at the time. Odin was, you know, I was like, if you want to make this chapter, you know, renowned and, and have fun, I, I think I have got the skills necessary to do that. And so <laughs> I just, uh, kept forcing my way in, in, into it and, uh, they finally gave me a role just, I think, to shut me up. But, no, it's uh, it's been fun. I love it, and I think what attracts me most to it 
is the camaraderie. Um, and it's funny if you look at all my friend list on Facebook. I'd say a good forty percent of it has come directly from the American Outlaws Phoenix awesome. and all the other chapters. It, it's great. It's um, it's just a way to grow soccer within the community and and hang out with a lot of cool, like-minded people. That's yeah. what that's what really does it for me. Spot on, spot yeah. on. That's awesome. You know you made it in the soccer world when you got onto the AEO podcast. Yeah. I mean, congrats, <laughs> that's right. that's congratulations, exactly right. Ryan. I, I was so I was so excited. Like this is like you know my dream. <laughs> I think you need some new dreams, you got an right? my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think the last podcast I remember uh, listening to AO was when Megan was naming the cat. Mm. That was like and, one uh, podcast ago or two. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not very consistent. <laughs> You've come so, a long so way. So what I'm saying here, guys, if, yeah, if you want to make this podcast good, you know, give me a no. Um, we need you, huh? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's a lot of fun, and, and I love it when you guys do it. And I think it's cool to – and that, you guys are and, – and I'm sorry to get a little emotional here, but you guys are kind of my inspiration for – Kind of doing the the clean sheets podcast. Yeah, tell us I about did, that. Which, yeah, so it's you know, um, Odin, who's part of AO Phoenix, and my buddy Kia, who uh, is shirtless Lincoln. Uh, when we travel around, um, we thought that we would start our own soccer podcast and you know just talk about our experiences in and around soccer. There's so many soccer analyst podcasts that you can go to and hear about you know their take on the game or all of that, and we decided, well, that's, that's fun and stuff, but we're, we're not experts, and who's going to listen to us to hear expert advice? Why don't we just talk about things that we've done within the community, talk about, you know, Arizona United, and, uh, and, and hopefully people can hear the stories and, and want to be part of that community. So that's, that was the whole inspiration around uh, Clean Sheets Podcast. That and the, the childhood dream that I always had to hear myself talk. Yeah. So we all have that. Yeah. Headphones over. So that was. Uh, so yeah. So that's what we do on, on that. But you know, listening to the American Outlaws podcast and just you know, hey, just open up a beer, sit around, talk about all the the experiences. Well, that this, you guys have. This will be the first time that the only listener has ever been on. <laughs> yeah, so. that is actually on our <laughs> podcast. <Paul's> circle. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah. I feel honored. Well, Ryan, we really appreciate you coming on tonight. Thanks for everything you do um, for AO Phoenix and for the American soccer culture. We uh, we enjoy having you around. So, why don't, and why don't you tell people how they can find the Clean Sheets podcast real quick? Yeah, absolutely. We're on uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're at Clean Sheets Pod. Um, we're only on SoundCloud, yeah. and they got they got us beat. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk to you after the show and see if we can't get some marketing techniques from you. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm here to help. Awesome, bud. Will we see you in LA then? You got it. We're uh, organizing a big charter bus from AO Phoenix. So uh, what, what's funny is uh, I keep getting these emails and, and messages from guys, and they're like, "Well, shoot, what what, what can I dress up as?" Oh God! I'm like, well. Okay. <laughs> So it's the circus is coming. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, of course. From Phoenix is coming. You got it. That's awesome, man. You got a score prediction uh, for LA? I mean, what what's a Mexico USA match without a dose of Sarah, right? That was talking. the right answer. Yeah, you hit it right. It was a test. 
Well, no, I right. think we're going to be good. What, what, what's fun now is to start seeing on the forums, everyone's got their prediction of what lineup and what formation is going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see what really happens. Sweet. Yeah, man. Thanks, uh, Ryan Shira from the Clean Sheets Podcast, AO Phoenix, uh, and one of the founding fathers. Ryan, thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Take care. Good night. Thanks, See you man. in a month. Bye. American Outlaws podcast. Are you ready for it? First one in six Corey's months. ready. Uh, cut it. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> oh, I'm back. American Outlaws podcast. Thanks to Ryan Shira from AO Phoenix. Dude's a man. Love that guy. Yeah. I love that bloke. Was <laughs> was so uh, glad I wasn't wearing his garb. In, you guys don't know how hot it was in Boston. It was brutal. I mean, you were in Kansas City, but this yeah, was, this I was feel close, like, but not there. I feel like... There would be a little bit of rubbing action with the sweat on the armpits. <laughs> yeah. A lot of gold bond. A lot of gold bond. I honestly thought what you were going to say was I feel I thought you were going to lose more weight. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Well, I was thinking that, but I didn't say it. <laughs> well, what were you saying, Corey, about your brother? Is he what do you mean? On, is he putting on some pounds? He, oh, no, you're I'm talking about me. Was, no, I was saying. Oh. I thought uh, he was going to say well, to me, at, yeah, I know. being it's in it's Boston, I would have well, look at that thing. a little skinnier. Look at that thing. Uh so anyway, thanks to Ryan for coming on, and uh, yeah, uh, I was just texting him, and we both agreed if we can get both of our parents to listen to each other's podcasts, yeah, we'll double our listenership. I know. That'd be I mean, incredible. I guess, uh, That'd be <laughs> we already have four excellent listeners. <laughs> We've That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah. I know. God, love these two. So yeah, we'll see Ryan down in uh, Los Angeles, California, yes. Pasadena, which we will also see. A lot of heroes lot of, of this country. Heroes for this country, because guys like James Bathgate, who organized the uh, AO tickets for vets, or just tickets for, or what was the title of it? Vets send vets to U.S. Men's National Team yeah. versus Mexico. It was through tickets for vets. And, so, uh, do you remember what their an initial goal was? Anybody? Uh, eight or ten thousand. I don't. I. I honestly, I Dollars. can't even remember because I thought it was actually five thousand. I could be was, right. Guess how much they've raised to this moment. Oh, I know that thirty-eight thousand. Thirty-eight thousand one hundred sixty-nine dollars. Unbelievable. It's awesome. it insane. <laughs> I mean, so that included uh, donations from uh, Bob Bradley. Bob Jürgen Bradley. Klinsman. Jurgen Klinsman. Never heard of him. Didn't out the door. John Garber. Out the door. John. G- Gone, <laughs> gone, Darber. What? Yes, um, absolutely incredible. In the, almost uh, every chapter of AL. 
Yes. If you look on the page, there's a ton of crazy, a ton of love given to these guys, which Pretty they awesome. absolutely deserve, and it will be very, very welcome, <laughs> very welcome. Um, and I, I I hope that I hope that they get, that they enjoy themselves like like we think they will. So that's about how many uh, how many tickets? I can't do that math. I think it's I think it's almost 500. So it's Unreal. a whole section. More than a section, yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah, so 661 people have donated in less than 30 days. It's amazing. It's crazy, man. Congrats crazy. to uh, yeah to James and Ao and all the fans who donated, and uh, we're filling the bowl down there, guys. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do and, it. Uh, Absolutely. Courageous, it's more happening. courageous people than us. <laughs> we can't wait to see them down there. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna win that game. And we'll be in the Confederations Cup. Yeah, let's move on. We're winning it. And, uh, well, somebody here? No. Oh, and they want to talk about the rally? Oh. Cool. Yeah. Well, longtime AO members. Uh, <laughs> that was the best that was transition. the worst segue ever. Uh, King of the segues. Uh, the, yeah, longtime AO members may have been in Las Vegas in 2011? 10. 2010. I was there. You think I'd... It was before the World Cup. No, it was after no, the World Cup. It was 2011, Cup. you jack. March of 2011. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> We're the interns when we need them. Yeah. Yeah, March 2011. How I many know. people went? I know. <laughs> Jog I know. your memory. How many members did we have at the AO rally I'll in 2011? 81. Oh, you mean at the rally itself or like members total? No, members at the rally. I would say 82, 81, somewhere in there. Your answer is, I don't know. So that sounds right. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, uh, that was great, though. We had, uh, El or, uh, I'm sorry, Grant Wall and uh, Lexi Lawless, yeah, uh, along with Dan uh, Wiersma of the Dan Free Wiersma. Beer um, <laughs> And then we had a couple other Trevor guys. from uh, Little Feet. Little Feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was a great event. Uh, people seemed I think to everybody enjoy themselves. So still around in the AO world and Absolutely. had a good time. Absolutely. That was cool. Um, so yeah, we're we're thinking about doing we uh, was, 2.0. And, yeah, uh, we thought it was such a success, and we, you know, every game we go to, we talk to members and chapter leaders and stuff who, like, love AO and have great ideas, and we don't get to talk to them as much as we want to. And so this is more of a formal setting to where, um, you know, you'll have your presentation and your guest speakers, but you also get your breakout session to where you can talk to other chapter leaders and find out what works for their chapter and, and find out, you know, kind of bounce some ideas off each other. and Give your good ideas and get their good ideas. Yeah, and, and it's just, it, it, it worked out great last time to get some feedback, um, not only from us, but for, for everybody involved. So um, the the premature date, I guess the tentative date. It, First I would week in May. Sorry to cut you off. First week in May. In yeah, so Austin, it's May, Texas. May sixth, seventh, and eighth that as weekend. May sixth, which is a Friday, seventh and eighth. Yes. Austin, Texas, as selected by the chapter advisory council. Am I right? That's right. Yes. A vote. I think it was unanimous, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was. And uh, lot, so I'm excited. Very to go cool to city. A lot of cool stuff to see outside of the rally. If you stay a day. Everybody or two I've late. talked to about that location has said like. I love Austin. Always wanted to go to Austin, but never had a reason to. Well, now you got a reason to, yep. brother. And we're looking at doing a lot of stuff around that too, like uh, foot golf, foot golf tournament Maybe on Sunday. Music of some kind. Ooh. It is Austin. I also heard the word roast tossed around, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. A roast of who? Of <laughs> uh, a roast of you two. <laughs> what? 
a roast of Corey Donahue and Who's Justin Brunken. <laughs> well, if I'm what can getting you roast roasted about us. There's, you guys are the easiest the targets on this planet, by the way. <laughs> I think uh, it will be – if it happens, it will be absolutely ridiculous. But <laughs> we don't know. The, the, what we do know is that if um, when it happens, it's going to be a very good thing for uh, for your members and chapter leaders. We, we try to encourage as many as many people that can make it to go because it's very beneficial and, and people have said so. Right. So and then shortly after that might be the Copa America. We don't know for sure. We've heard we've heard opposite ends of the spectrum, but it, it uh, sounds like it'd be awesome if it was. It sounds here. like today they came out with an article saying that um, it was definitely gonna gonna it happen. Will be. Um, so what we heard, the cities were, what we heard from Gary Busey is that <laughs> the cities are as follows: L.A., Nebraska. Houston or Phoenix, <laughs> San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, Orlando, Boston, Philly, New York. Never heard of any of those places. You'd think they'd pick bigger. So <laughs> they, they, they don't know where the U.S. is going to be, obviously. Right. Yeah, but And they accidentally left Kansas City out, but I'll just throw that <laughs> in for them. Um, so that's what we heard, and that's, that's the word on the street. So um, get amped. Get amped. Hopefully, it comes through. <laughs> we got uh, that'll be uh, right after right after the, the AL rally, so everybody will be after motivated and ready to go. After we stomp Mexico twenty-two to zero in October, we'll be the favorites yeah. for Copa America. I was thinking twenty, but twenty-two will work. Does, tw- <laughs> does twenty-two still have dos acero in there? Like, is it? Some, how do you say twenty-two in Spanish? Veinte dos. Veinte dos. Veinte dos. All right, that'll work. Anyway, <laughs> that'll work. So, all right. Uh, speaking of winning, do we want to go to the? Oh. Mailbag. Oh. God. <laughs> Mailbag. Mailbag. Yeah, yeah. We have a. Uh, Unlock the intern's cage and have him bring in the mailbag, would you? Get that intern. <laughs> Get the fuck in here. <laughs> I tore something. <laughs> My golf career is over. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we got we got a few tweets here. What do you got? Are they all from Dan Weersma or like zero are from Dan Weersma? Oh, good. So a lot of them are from someone named Justice MTC, which <laughs> a lot of people know who that is, and a lot of people wish they didn't know who that was. <laughs> um, first question is from Justice Former MTC. Now that you guys are all married up, dot dot dot. I don't know a question. Just realizing that now. <laughs> Thanks, Justice. Really, really appreciate that question. Okay. Okay. Next number two. Not. Will Klinsman be the manager this time next year? Yes. Answer is yes. Next. Number question. three. Why don't you guys publicly criticize Jurgen Klinsman? Because we don't want to. Number four. What are the realistic expectations for this Olympics at this point for the U.S. men's national team? Win. Number five. <laughs> Will you be providing the U.S. men's national team theme dog names? Yes, we will. We need to consult with Megan Brunken about that because she is as clever as they come. <laughs> and we need her. <laughs> Number six. Is Zardes the future of U.S. soccer? So dynamic. Zardes yes. is good. Number s- oh, that's all we have. I almost expanded on it, but... <laughs> that's on. all we have. Connolly has a bunch of... A bunch of questions, but a lot of them just don't make sense. That was the quickest mailbag ever. I love it. It really was. That's all I got. Oh, I'm just getting a text from my new sister-in-law, your wife, and it says, ask Chris about the AO 
or the uh, Real Housewives of American Outlaws. Oh, what the fuck is that? Okay, so this was brought up last night as we were doing the dishes, and <laughs> which is a very married couple married thing life. to do. We do it together. She washes, I dry. Aww. No dishwasher in that household. Doing the dishes. We did the dishes. <laughs> yes, we did the dishes, and. Um, she said, you know, what's the plan for this weekend? I said, we well, you know, get up and we can do podcasts. And uh, You're gonna she's like, well, what am I going to do during the podcast? And I'm like, well, you can go and go get your nails done. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really know. And then she was like, you know what you should talk about in your podcast? How the wives of you guys get treated. And I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> so what's... What's a day? What's a day in the life of an AO housewife? Not housewife, but an AO a wife. A wife of yeah. an AO. So say you mean like a member or a chapter head or national anybody, person? anybody that's overly involved in the AO community <laughs> and leaves their wife <laughs> as second fiddle, as they say. <laughs> what about the 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 women well, members and their first husbands? Well, yeah, the it's the same thing. I'm talking about anybody who's the spouse of somebody who gets put on, on the, the second, second on the tier. back burner. Yeah, if on you the will. back burner. Yeah. Um, Chris, I think uh, you're now. I, I'm talking about it because I'm a newlywed, and she expresses things more to me now as a married couple. <laughs> I remember in a um, good way. If you're listening, your eyes right there. <laughs> if you're listening, love you, babe. Um, Chris, I remember when uh, Logan and Cassie were first kind of hanging out, and Cassie said something about. Why do you just have to be so weird on game days? <laughs> and Logan goes, yes, why does that yeah. have to happen? And it's just, it's a thing. A, a thing, <laughs> the funny thing is, when right before the Gold Cup, I got married right after the Gold Cup. So in preparation for the Gold Cup, I was doing a lot of things, um, helping helping plan, namely the KC game, but also the Boston and Dallas games. And so I'd get home from my full-time job and and uh, and then I'm like, well, I have a conference call at six, and she's on our computer working on wedding stuff. And I'm like, hey, so can I borrow that for three to four hours? Because I have some things coming up. And she's like, we also have a wedding coming up. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> so I, at times, we don't think of you less. We don't put you on a second level. We just like to do both. <laughs> So as a real house, all the real housewife and the real house husbands of AO, we love you. We love you. We, we appreciate you. you. And where do you go? We hope you'll follow. We hope. <laughs> we hope. Yes. Yay. Well done, Corey. So in uh, the same spirit. Um, so, yeah, you got married recently. I did. It was Who weird. is the um, officiant? If you um, will. That's how you pronounce that. A sure, Corey? Can you try that again? Yeah. A Take a drink and then. Um, <laughs> it was James Conrad, actually. James P. Conrad. Yeah. The very one. Yeah. How was that? It was great. You know, he was a he was I a really class that. Act. He was amazing. Yeah, we, uh, he he did a great job. He took it fairly seriously, uh, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, the thing, made, I think he took it really seriously. No, he did. Awesome. He did a great he's job. He's one of the most confident guys I know, and he was actually nervous. I think he, he was a little. He had palm sweat before the before the wedding, which well, was actually funny. It. He was hilarious. No. Yeah, he was what the one thing I will experience. say about Jimmy Conrad is that he's a busy guy. If you didn't know that, he was in Chile right for the, um, not the Copa America. What am I trying to say? Um, 
Gold Cup? No, the no, it Copa Libertadores is what. No, but it was Copa, Copa America. Copa America, yeah, yeah. They're just having Sorry. another one. I'm, I forget they're every two years. <laughs> so he was in Chile the whole summer for right before this. So he was a little whole. It was difficult to get in touch with because he's a busy guy. In Chile. And so, <laughs> yeah, and and so, you know, we we exchanged emails several times about wedding details and so on and so forth. And um, finally got back to the U.S. and he kind of got his plate cleared off a little bit and then he was after that he was fully on board and um the one thing that i realized quickly about him when he landed in kansas city i met him at the airport i had to get him his rental car and he uh he's when i when i pull up he's on his phone taking a snapchat of me <laughs> and he was literally taking snapchats the, the entire whole. weekend <laughs> if you guys follow him on snapchat it's absolutely hilarious <laughs> In any, and I'm like, I saw one of uh, our our mother taking a shot of whiskey before in the hotel room, and in the background is just James pumping his fist. <laughs> he's a he's a hilarious guy. Um, yeah, it's funny. But he, you know, I said, really with the Snapchat already. He's like, dude, this is my life now. It was <laughs> hilarious. But the one the one story I will tell, he he told us a lot of hilarious stories about um, being in the national team and. And some of the players, but the one thing I will say isn't about that. Um, after the wedding, he, you know, the wedding got over about eleven o'clock, and we helped clean up for a little bit, and we took a um, cab back to the hotel, and got into the room, and Cassie was taking all of her. She had like a thousand hairpins in her hair, so she's <laughs> sitting on the floor taking hairpins out, and I, I'm, you know, you're just exhausted. If anybody's been married, I found out you're just dead. You're dead so tired at the end of it. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the bed, and uh, and uh, I get a phone call. And I'm like, who would be calling me at midnight on my wedding <laughs> night? And uh, I go over to my phone, and it's Jimmy. And I'm like, what the hello? And he's like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, are you serious? And I'm like, Jimmy, I just got back to the hotel room on my wedding night. What's up? And he's just like. Oh, oh, sorry, man. I was just calling to say what's up and uh, had a good time tonight. And I, I was going to meet your buddies out in the, at Westport, but we didn't make it. So I just wanted to call you and let you know. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he's like, all right, man, talk to you later. And, hung up. <laughs> and that was literally the last it's time I talked to him. <laughs> so I was, it was a funny time. And I, but Jimmy, he really threw it down and um, really appreciative. He, he was able to make it. Congrats, Congrats man. man. Congrats, man. Thank you. He had some pretty yeah. fun. Oh, thanks. God, I love this crowd. Incredible. God, now I know what it feels like to be a... Well, <laughs> never mind. I don't know what it's like at all. Well, that's all we have for you tonight. That's all we have for you. Thanks for uh, listening. I don't know. Brucky, you got anything else to add? Nope. <laughs> all right. Great for that. Con- thanks let's for that uh, let's give a slow clap to the crowd that came out tonight. Hey. It's not very slow. love you guys. Congratulations to Chris and Jamie who just got married recently also and you can attest to being tired at the end of the day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so and uh thanks to everybody who listened to us ramble on for an hour and almost uh we got a big month coming up of games in St. Louis and Los Angeles and Detroit and Birmingham. We'll see oh, you yeah. in Trinidad. Wait, those games are back on, right? Yeah, we got yeah. Haiti. We're playing Haiti. Haiti. No Haiti. more Australia, Haiti. Oh, right. Um and uh we uh, have a AO package to Trinidad. We have a few spots left. It's almost sold out. Barely. I think we only have like one or two. Yeah. So, so if you hear this. So if you're one of our parents who's listening to this <laughs> and wants to sign up. 
We'd love to have you, mom, dad. See you down there. Uh, but uh, Chris, thanks for joining us all the way from Kansas City. Hey, great time tonight. Justin, thanks for doing all the hard work. What a go, Brunken. Hey, thanks. You did great. I'm Corey. We'll uh, see you in another eight months. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Cheers, guys.